Going live, everybody. What's up? Happy Thursday. Hope everyone's having a great day. Uh, got coffee. I am really exhausted this morning, um, but I've got coffee and I've got I've got my elk meat elk meat over here. So I'll be eating some elk meat on this stream. You're always exhausted after sleepover streams. I just I'm always ex exhausted all the time. But I just accept the Thursday morning streams. You're you're extra exhausted. Yeah, I'm really tired. It's like I didn't go to bed any later. Like I try to go to bed as around the same time, but maybe I don't know. I'm tired. I, I mean, I know it can change any given day, and I do sleep in on weekends. But I think I've gotten pretty used to waking up early. <laughs> like I think I lucked oh, out. Oh, dude, I'm so jealous. I hope I get used to waking up early soon because I'm still so tired. It's still hard for me, but I feel like I'll get there. Yeah, I mean, it might just be that like I've, I don't know. If, if anything, like my the times that have changed for me waking up have gone earlier because I, I, I've, Erin's in her second week of pastry chef school and I've driven her to school now three times. Uh, out of her 10 days, I've driven her three times and she has to like wake up super early. So I think it helps that the times where I don't wake up at my usual time have been earlier, not later. Mm. That makes sense. Um, Joseph's here saying good morning to people on the flat earth. <laughs> and Cher says I almost fell off the earth when I woke up this morning. Oh man, all these flat earth people. Hello, Mushroom Destroyer. Hello, Kitty. Oh yeah, you also got stoned last night. You could be extra tired from that. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, I got stoned and watched uh, Emperor's New Groove. Hmm. Wait, I thought you said... Did you say or did Aaron say? Now I'm mixing you up with Aaron. Did did you say that was your least favorite or no? Did um, like at least hear a Disney mo movie? I don't think I said that. So it was Aaron. Yeah, Aaron yeah. doesn't like that movie that much. I so. I didn't like it when I first saw it, but I I like it. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't think I would say it's my least favorite Disney movie. I adore it. I mean, I I don't know. Like as far so I put Pixar is in a different category for me because I don't want to put I don't want to compare Pixar to like sure the the tradition like the the traditional Disney movies. I don't know if traditional is the right word for it, but um yeah, I think Emperor's New Groove and Lilo and Stitch are towards the top for me. Yeah, I'm not sure what my favorite Disney movie is. What's everyone's favorite Disney movie? Let us know in the chat. I also hate Disney as a company, so there's always that. Yeah, but I mean, I hate Amazon as a company, but they pay me every month. It's true. It's true. <laughs> this is this is the world we live in right now. <laughs> it's the world we live in right now. Um, I I hate Tesla as a company, and I don't drive a Tesla, so that works. That one works. That one, <laughs> that works, one works just fine. Suck it, Musk. Someone on my block has a Tesla, and I always walk around the neighborhood and end up seeing it parked somewhere. And honestly, it's a pretty cool-looking car. Yeah, it looks like a spaceship. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, I can it's see why Jetsons. people like them. You can see why Jeffree Star is a pink one. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> of course he does. I mean, honestly, I can see that, yeah. What's up, Amy? Nice to have you here, even if it's just briefly. Is it, does this count as your accountability tweet, Amy? You gonna do 30 minutes on the bike? Amy! Oh man, I'm really nervous today. The Pel It's the trade deadline and the Pelicans are probably gonna trade Lonzo Ball and our, our vice president continues to be a combination of a moron and an asshole. 
I'm sorry. That it's sucks. okay. It sucks to invest all these emotions in sports. I mean, like I've invested so much emotion in the sports and it's only like just recently paid off because the, the bills finally are good. Uh, but all my life, like the Sabres were probably the best team I cheered for throughout my life. And I only got like two seasons of, of potential co- uh, championship runs out of them. Yeah, I, I used to invest my emotions into sports a lot when I was in college. And it was really hard for me because it would just remind me every time that like we have so little control over the outcome, over the outcome of our circumstances. And if we emotionally invest in something that we have no control over the outcome of, then we're just kind of leaving it up to chance. Oh yeah, it's it's gambling without the payoff. Like it's yeah. it's it's, emo- it's emotional gambling. And if you oh, win, definitely. If you win, you know you feel like you. It's the same thing as a Jordan Peterson fan making their bed in the morning. That that's how you feel when you watch when your sports team wins. You know it can can save your life. And this yeah. is the thing people don't understand. Yeah, it make your dick bigger. It makes dude. I made my bed this morning. And, and your dick grew three sizes. That oh my day. god! It mooned like it, it's a crypto now. It it ten oh x all the way to the moon, man. That um, is amazing, dude. It, it was unfucking real. Uh, so people should have invested in my dick last night because I made my bed this morning and whew. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't know was... your dick was being publicly traded. Otherwise, I would have invested. <laughs> man, this all the all the stories you'll go. <laughs> Oh, can, can you can you imagine like I don't know if you forex your dick or something like 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 what 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 exchange would 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 private parts trade on? I don't know, dude. New York cock exchange. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Brilliant. That's exactly it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I thought of it while sipping this water, which made me feel awkward because now I'm giving a water bottle fellatio. But anyway, yes, Amy, I'm wearing a shirt today because we're talking about dicks. I didn't want to do that while I was naked. That's inappropriate. <laughs> nice to see you wearing a shirt today. I actually only just put this on. Like, Savvy can attest. I, I finished my workout five minutes before the stream. I was shirtless. I was like, Savvy, give me a second. I got to get a coffee and a shirt. Yeah, I was surprised you had to get a shirt. Normally, you don't really care about that. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, feeling... I was either feeling insecure today or, like, so secure I didn't need to show off my body. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of comments coming in since this New York Cock Exchange. Yeah. A lot of people, yeah, New York Cock Exchange. It's brilliant. I would say put it on a hat, but people might misunderstand what our stream's about. They might, although we do have a 10X Me Daddy hat, so it really wouldn't be that that out of the blue. Yeah, I really loved that article last night that, uh, that you sent me from Janelle. I'm excited yeah. for that to go public. Yeah, Janelle. Is Janelle here? Are you in the chat, Janelle? Either way, Janelle wrote a little article about us last night that she sent to us on email, and I I don't know where it's going to be posted, but it's really good. She did such a good job on it, and it was so nice. I was like, aw, this made my day. I mean, I don't know about anyone else in this chat, but I, I really like being praised, so, oh, if any- <laughs> so if anyone wants to praise us, by all means, please do. It, it feels good. All right, uh, y'all. I'm having elk meat. Oh my god, you're about to be a fucking that. Like, geez, you should make your bed real quick too. Then you can like really. I can't. Tyler's still in the bed. I can't make it right. Just, now. just make it with him on it. Just like I'll just like go, yeah, cover him all the way up. <laughs> yeah, just just like you know, call him your pharaoh and and mummify him in the sheets. 
So I get, I think I get why he likes elk meat. Like if you look at it, it's uh, for each of the servings here, it's like 80 calories, but 12 grams of protein. Like that's pretty, it's pretty good. That's ratio. a fantastic ratio. Yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan tends to give okay advice outside of the everyone should trip balls on DMT. <laughs> like, I, you know what I think it is? I, I think he gives okay advice maybe when it comes to things that are directly related to protein. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he really knows what he's talking about with protein. Uh He's got a worship fetish praise. What is that? I only know being brought down. I mean, yes to both. I don't know. Both. Everyone praise Queen of Spade. Go to her Flat Earth video and tell her. I don't fucking know. Just tell her you love her. <laughs> Give her a hug. How's the elk jerky? It's good. It's kind of spicy. Ooh, spicy meat. So are we doing Tim Ferriss next week? Is that, are we going to do chili breakfast? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. Um... Let's pull up Tim Ferriss's morning routine. Lord, you haven't watched enough Rogan. I mean, I definitely have not watched enough Rogan. I, I can say I've, I'm, I'm not a, a, a diehard fan. I just, I watch when things interest me. So maybe I'm, I'm setting myself up to love him because I'm only watching him when it's something that interests me. And then of course I'm interested. <laughs> but that's uh, fair. I, so, so, so that's not too surprising that I end up liking it. It's like, man, this restaurant is great. They have a, they have fondue. And so therefore everything on the menu is great because I go there and every time I go there, it's fantastic fondue. And then I never try anything else on the menu and I recommend the restaurant to everyone. I'm really craving fondue now. His advice is mostly garbage. I don't fucking know. I trust you, Amy. Amy, I, I, I just... Basically, Amy, when you tell me something, I just believe you. If, if y'all want to know where I get all my advice from, it's Amy Gets Lit. Yeah, I've, I found that Joe Rogan Week is fun because I feel like his life is just so chill. He just kind of does whatever. Yeah, but now I'm super insecure by how little Rogan I've watched. I've been watching him this week, and I watched a few interviews that I really enjoyed, and then I watched his takedowns. Not takedowns, because they, they, he really doesn't take them down, but just <laughs> the mere qu qu honest questioning of Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson felt like a takedown because they, they never really encounter that and they couldn't handle it. Um, so, so between all of that, I've enjoyed him. Um, so if we want to do Tim Ferriss week next week, want to make sure we know what we're getting into, then maybe we can watch Joe Rogan take down Ben Shapiro while I eat elk meat. That sounds fantastic to me. Uh, as for getting advice from Amy Gets Lit, I mean, I'd recommend it. It tends to put your life in the right direction. Oh, I have the wrong background again. Oops. Way to go, Savvy. Way to fucking go. Mukbang with Savvy or Mukbang? What, is, is it Mukbang or Mukbang? I'd say spell it in the chat, but that won't actually help. Rogan propped up Peterson and fed him and fed him his cult. So so Peterson really wasn't shit before Rogan. I think Jordan Peterson was getting big from he was big from something else first, I think. He or was, was Canadian it Canadian big? Psh, that's like Degrassi. Yeah. Big. He, was, he was the Degrassi of psychology. I mean, to be honest, even it could be it could be because of the exposure from going on the Joe Rogan show that he got a bigger fan base. 
Well, I, know, I never really paid attention to the Jordan Peterson timeline. I know Milo Yiannopoulos, who's trying to hump his way back into the spotlight, uh, used to say that the best way to expose bad ideas is to give it a spotlight, which is code for give me the spotlight because it's actually the best way to spread my message to my narrow cast. So I do agree exactly. with Exactly. Yeah, people, uh, specifically, yeah, people like Milo are very, like, when you talk about attention as currency, like, that's all they care about. It doesn't matter if it's good attention, bad attention. Their whole point is to get people talking about them. Oh yeah, horny for capitalism fits. I mean, I, I put him up there for Dan, with Dan Locke. Maybe I'm, if I'm, we make a horny for capitalism hat, we can also make a New York cock exchange hat. I yeah, can add them could, both to the hats on the merch shop. That could be our NSFW section on the merch mm -hmm. shop. I'm trying to think of what Canadian province to tear into today. Should it should it be like Alberta, Manitoba? I mean, Quebec would be pretty easy, but then I might like people might think I'm talking about the Cajuns down here, and I'm I'm not. I love Cajun country. All right. Queen so Spade, why would you go through? Oh, Queen of Spade had a red pill face. Oh, really? I would love to hear about her red pill face. I think all of us have like a weird, a weird, um, uh, bad subculture face. I don't know what to call it other than that. Like we've all had like there's a red pill phase or an incel phase or like a I don't know I I don't know what I would call my phase hard hardcore capitalist phase I had a hardcore capitalist phase I joined a Rocky Horror Shadow Cast and tried polyamory that's my subculture phase <laughs> yeah but that's like not a bad phase that actually sounds pretty fun that that's that's just called college yeah. Uh, it's 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 what it, if you can look back on it and laugh, I think it's okay. Okay, so he starts off by making his bed, then he meditates for twenty minutes, then he drinks the titanium tea, then he journals, then he has a small breakfast, which is chili. Yeah, savvy. I'm wondering. What? I, 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 after going through all this, I really do think I'm going to end up just becoming a guru. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think there's any other choice for me. That's okay. They, they just make so much money and have so much influence. And then I can retire faster and be my chess grandmaster in the park. And Amy can visit me in City Park and play chess with me. And we can smoke weed together. That sounds wonderful. And I can buy my lighthouse. Like, really, I, I got to get my journal so I can, I can, like, remember to write this down. Like, I really do have... These incredibly, I'm really happy since we started doing this. I've my, my, my dreams and my goals, they've become a lot more specific. They've become a lot more physical since, since doing all of this self-help shit. Um, it's no longer find success as an author because I feel like that's pretty vague. Um, it's, mm -hmm. it's specifically make enough money to buy a lighthouse so I have to look up how much that costs so I can move into a white, uh, into a, yeah, a white house. I'm not going to be the president, a lighthouse. Um, and then just live as a chess grandmaster in city park. Mushroom destroyer went from edgelord to dirty. What, what are you Googling right now? Am I, am I just gonna, am I just gonna filibuster for a second? Oh, I was searching for Joe Rogan destroys Ben Shapiro. Because I want to watch him, I, while I eat my elk meat, I want to watch him destroy Ben Shapiro. Well, if you ever need me to just fill a bus, you just hold up, like, I don't know, this. So I, I know okay. it'll just keep talking, because right now I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making sure there's no dead air. And now I feel bad for wasting everyone's time. You didn't but waste anyone's time. You're all good. Everyone wants you to get the lighthouse. 
Dude, the lighthouse dream is such a solid dream. Um, yeah. And if Elon Musk turns out to be like an asshole who actually advances the human race, I'll add a rocket ship to my lighthouse. Because that's the whole thing. It's we 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 can go the the you're a selfish asshole who has created something that's so high in demand you're actually advancing the human race, or you're eating into like are you expanding the pie or are you eating into an existing pie with a limited resource? Like how close to the what is it? The the post posterity curve are we getting? Have we have we reached its outer limit? Can we no longer advance beyond it? And are you just trying to eat up as much of the sector as possible, or are you actually pushing the boundaries to a further limit and actually increasing the proportions of the pie that everyone can get? Whew, that was an economics textbook throwback. Yeah, I kind of like elk meat, dude. It's pretty good. I can tell you're really digging it. I should get some vegan jerky for myself. I'm pretty sure I'm going to turn into Joe Rogan is who the one I'm going to most likely to turn into just based on the fact that his whole life is like, uh, interview people, talk to people all day, eat elk meat, work out and get high. I could live my whole life like that. So like of the ones that we've done, I think I'll be Gwyneth Paltrow of the ones that we've done. Um, just because I want to, you just know, just because you want to put a jade egg in your butt, my vagina, and oh, and, in your vagina, and, and, and takes like and takes psychedelics with friends on Netflix. Like I yeah. feel like that's the of the ones we've done. That's the closest to the chess guru in the park. <laughs> <laughs> um, who I'm actually going to end up like? <sighs> Hopefully not Dan Locke. Dan Locke <laughs> is probably the worst. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know if he has a morning routine. I'll just be Bobby Fisher. <laughs> what do you mean he doesn't have a morning He absolutely has a morning routine. Wake up, rob someone, go back to sleep. That's his yeah. day. <laughs> I feel like when we live, if we live like Tim Ferriss next week, in addition to that stuff, we the eating chili and all of that, we should also uh, try to only work four hours in the week. I know it won't work out because we both have uh, to make money, but... Oh, but we could read the four-hour work week. And oh, see yeah, we can absolutely read it. We, we should also do it. Ryan Holiday and his stoicism and shit like that. Okay. Um, Amy, I have not seen the Castle House's Slidell, but I'll check it out for sure. And I agree with Amy also. Savvy, you should, if you want to be Joe Rogan, once this, once you're vaccinated, you should join a jujitsu gym. I will. That sounds good. I can do it. Basically a cat and human and skin most days. Mushroom Destroyer, I, I really, I, y'all should just go support Mushroom Destroyer's channel. Like you'll watch her videos and you just, you just, I don't know, you, you want to help. <laughs> That's all. I just, she, she, she puts out this incredibly, like when I talk about every day, uh, the importance of self-awareness and, and authenticity and how difficult it is. I mean, I think Mushroom Destroyer is what is really uh, on that path and, 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 Kind of an inspiration for it so you all should check out her channel and her content and her I, boyfriend i just ordered on audible i just got the uh tim ferris's book the four hour work week so we can live like him next week we can read the four hour work week we is it a four chilling. hour book no it's a 13 hour book so the i guess fuck? it's longer than the work week i guess it's supposed to take me like three weeks to read it if i'm only gonna do anything work related for four hours that's that's bullshit maybe if you 3x it i mean if you 3x 13 what would that be that would be a little over four hours yeah i guess i just have to speed it up a lot 
All right, Joe Rogan, let's destroy Ben Shapiro together with facts and logic while I eat elk meat. So Joe Rogan had Ben Shapiro on his podcast recently. And oh, someone else is narrating this. He has now had Peter Schiff and Ben Shapiro. Who is the channel? We should give them a shout out so we're not just pirating their content. Carl Emmerich. With his 310 subscribers on its almost 11,000 viewed video. <laughs> now that's the body proportion I want. That's that's that masculine B shape. Oh, with... he also has a lot of downvotes. Maybe. Maybe. That's uh, not a lot of downvotes for a te- for an almost 11,000 viewed video, though. Yeah, but it's more than half. He has more downvotes than upvotes. Yeah, but that's just not much engagement. I mean, 11,000. I'll give him an upvote. I mean, I assume that this. Why video... are you giving him an upvote before we watch it? What if he just goes on like this racist tangent right now? And and I, I, will, I will undo it then. I hope he does. We'll find <laughs> out, I guess. Hopefully, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, but what's really interesting about this clip is that it is Joe Rogan it going back and forth with Ben Shapiro regarding racism in America. And. 1776, and we look at the Declaration of Independence, and we look at America today in 2020. There clearly is some impact in the echoes of slavery, and then after that, oh, dude, Jim we've Crow seen this before on this. Some impact in these deeply important. I don't think we have. That don't have seem we? to advance. Yes. So the, to 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 make the argument about institutional racism, there there's a couple ways you can read this. When people say systemic racism or institutional racism, I usually ask them to be a little more specific in what they mean, because there are a few ways you can read that. One is history has impact. Of course, that's true, right? That's true for everybody. It's true in your family history. If you have a grandfather who went to who went to prison on a particular charge, that leads to poverty right. for your parents, which led to more poverty for you. Right? People have histories; those histories are embedded in their life experiences, and that's true for societies as well. He's absolutely going to go the immigration true. route, and then, then Joe Rogan's going to go the institutions today are racist, and that's not quite the same thing, right? Because history has consequences is not the same thing as saying the rules today are racist. Just maybe maybe a little bit of a cheap shot, but I believe that there are some states. Um, in this country, that currently still have. I feel bad for the guy reporting because I don't care about his commentary. Neither do I. Historically, it's fairly recent. If you go from the civil rights movement to 2020, we're really not talking about that much time. We're talking three about generations, fifty but... plus years. Yeah, three generations is not much time, Ben. In the world of, I like that little back and forth. Yeah, in the in the span of human history altogether. Three generations. He, he really just—he really just brushed off three generations. And yeah, it's a while. I mean, your grandparents. Have the, your grandparents are your grandparents. It's not like their parents. There's another adjective in front of their name. <laughs> God. For why that is, but anyway, we'll keep going. You know, in the vast span of human history, it's not very a very small amount of time. Right. So clearly, there's some impact of both racism Absolutely. and then Jim Crow laws. So that. That's where I'm saying there's a middle ground. Yeah, and, and it's in de- it, it is important for people on my side of the aisle, conservatives, to acknowledge and recognize the importance of, of history in people's living situations now. And it's important for people on the other side of the aisle to, at the same time, not attribute every single thing to history. Because right, but people isn't there born- always something like that? There's always, like, extremes on each position, and the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but I don't think that it lies as far in, in the dead center of that as people, I think, want it to. What I mean by that is the problems that have plagued communities in the United States, not just the black community in the United States, but problems of racism or problems of sexism. The way those get alleviated is people making better choices over time. But that is the problem. That, that's the way that those issues get alleviated. When Jews arrived in the United States in the, in the early 20th century. That's immigration. When they, when they came. We knew he was going here. They didn't speak the language. They were banned from country clubs. There was open discrimination against them. They were banned from Harvard. So I'm just going to say, Joe Rogan's response to this is just so like, it's just so pure. He's just to make 
good decisions. And so the you fight against the system to make sure that the system has rules that apply equally to everyone. Right, but, but you clearly see that there's a big difference between people coming over here willingly yep. and doing Thank so you, Joe. in order to better their lives versus someone whose ancestors were dragged over here to be sold as property. Well, and then dealing with the repercussions of that being your family history and red line laws and all the other things that were put in place to sort of keep them in very specific areas, which to this day remain crime-ridden, gang-ridden, deeply impoverished communities. Well, that's true. But the question is how much of that is historic redlining and it's interesting. Um, I yeah, I do. Do I just love when Joe Rogan comes in to destroy him? Yeah, well, I mean, like, how, what's he gonna say? What, what's he gonna say to that? He's gonna say it's interesting. It's like, yeah, it's interesting that he just made his point that you can't touch. Exactly. We, oh, we have someone in the private chat. Yes, we right? have. Yes, we are moving into our interview for today. I know there's there's an amazing Joe Rogan Ben Shapiro interview parody that we'll watch later, um, but right now we've got our interview guest for today. This is Jordan of the YouTube channel Bad Astra. Hey there. I call. I call today's. I'm sorry. I called today's stream um, interviewing smart people like Joe Rogan because Jordan <laughs> is a smart person and her channel is very smart. I'm gonna pull it up over here. But do you want to introduce yourself and tell us about your channel and what you do? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Jordan. Uh, I love science. Uh, I used to work at the planetarium. Unfortunately, uh, no one can work anywhere now that there's COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, now I actually work in. Now I actually work at the Nuance Lab at Northwestern University, but. I still really love science communication, so my YouTube show, Bad Astra, is wacky science videos about things like black holes, nuclear energy. Tomorrow we're doing a big video all about vaccines, uh, with obviously a special focus on the COVID vaccine, uh, how they're developed and approved. Um, I talk about the anti-vax movement a little bit and how there's actually a lot more nuance than people think. It's not just people who believe scientists and people who don't. There's actually a lot of um, historical reasons why people don't believe uh, doctors at face value. Uh, so we go into that a little bit. Um, and basically my goal is always to give uh, an easy uh, to digest, easy to understand version of uh, the scientific concept. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the promises of our channel is that there will be more costume changes than math. Uh, <laughs> I love that. So yeah, if you don't have a science background but want to learn about special and general relativity, we have videos uh, about that. Um, you want to learn about the life cycle of a star, we do that. Uh, we're trying to branch out into more than just astrophysics, but astrophysics is fun. <laughs> so we mostly cover that. I love it. So everyone, I, um, I've i linked in the chat right here, the channel link, and this is Bad Astro. You guys should all subscribe to it. This channel is wonderful. Um, Jordan and I did a video together about Santa. Oh yeah, yeah that- I don't remember where Santa is. Oh, here it's, it is, the um, Santa scam, yeah. there I am. <laughs> Oh yeah, I I tried to um, 
I did a video about the physics of Santa, but I came at it from the place of it's around Christmas. I've decided Santa is real and I'm doing a video where I go through the math of how many uh, of how Santa would have to work. And I Googled all of these theories people had online and I found a hilarious one on Quora uh, about quantum reindeer. And it was so silly. And then Savvy came and joined me and explained, actually, uh, Santa is the top of an MLM pyramid. Oh yeah, Santa's running a giant pyramid scheme. Oh where yeah. The pa parents are paying him into it to distribute yeah. the presents to their kids. Yeah, most parents actually lose money off this uh, Santa pyramid scheme. Oh, absolutely. Parents lose money, yeah. People always wonder, where does Santa like get the money for these gifts? Well, because parents are paying him mm -hmm. in the Santa pyramid scheme. And really only Santa and a few of his top elves actually make any money. Right. And it's like, you know, someone, you know, always know that kid who gets like the PS5 for Christmas and it's like, yeah. oh, how did that kid get? It's because that kid's parents are paying, they're way high up in the Santa pyramid. Yeah. They got the huge downline. Down they're like uh, Diamond Plus members <laughs> and the rest of us are all like Sapphire. Exactly. <laughs> and this channel is so fun. I feel like you, you guys do, you it's so like so many fun and creative ideas to explain these concepts in like I don't know I just I I'm so glad you did this because uh, I've known Jordan for a long time <laughs> I've known you for the better part of 10 years now um yeah. and you uh I always like you were always the person who was like the science and the theater person at the same time and you're like I'm gonna do all the physics and be in all the plays and everything and then I feel like this channel just combines everything in such a perfect way yeah, I I finally am using my physics major and my theater major for something I like. Yeah. That's uh, some range. Yeah, well, I got a master's degree in mechanical engineering, so you could just say I have no sense of focus and I'm scared of the real world because now I work in academia. I mean, that's a that's a one perspective. Another is that you're an incredibly well-balanced individual. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'd invest in you. You'd moon. Yeah, as Queen of Spades says, everyone get Jordan to 1K. Absolutely. You need at least a thousand yeah. subscribers because, yeah, well, first of all, your channel just deserves it in general. You do Aww. a lot of really good uh, videos. I am barely breaking even on my Patreon, although that's mainly because I keep seeing cool small businesses and buying their stuff <laughs> that's dude that's i get it i've been like that i'm like oh man i'm gonna go drunk shopping at every small business right now yeah gail posted in the small business group like hey i make theme songs and i'm like i need a theme song <laughs> did you get a theme song from gail yeah um we just um tomorrow is the first big video coming out that uses the theme song we've only had the theme song on one other video so far oh my I'm god I'm so excited. So I met, I messaged Gail. I'm just going to shout out Gail Gallagher. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing musician. Um, I told her I wanted, uh, I was like, our channel vibe is basically NASA meets Disney. Uh, here, your inspiration music is the Star Trek Voyager theme. Um, Oh, hey, it's Gail's right here. Yes, yeah. I love it. I love how much of a community we have. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then she sent me like this 
gorgeous thing. And um, like after one revision, I was like, this is amazing. So then I sent it to my, uh, my partner on the channel uh, who goes by Eris. She's the writer. And Eris was like, oh, but I wanted something with like a hitchhiker's guide harpy vibe. And I was like, I sent Gail only brass. Oh no. She's given us almost a final draft. Yeah. And now I'm going to tell her I want, and now you're telling me you want strings. Yeah. And I was like, I really should have talked about this with my partner before mm -hmm. going this far. So I sent Gail this long apology. I was like, feel free to roast me. I deserve it. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be on one of those, re like one of those uh, clickbaity Facebook threads, like uh, 10 customers of artists who don't understand how the music writer. <laughs> and I was like, feel free to just go off on me. Here's a, like I sent her some pictures of my puppy as an apology. <laughs> And then she comes back and like has incorporated harp and wind chimes. And I'm like, oh my God, it now has like, and then someone online when she posted uh, a preview of like of the final was like, oh my God, it sounds like Star Trek mixed with PBS with a little bit of Disney flair. And I'm like, oh my God, she even added a little bit of PBS. I didn't tell her about That's that. That's amazing. Channel. Which so, video has the song in it right um, now? Uh, click on the debunking COVID-19 vaccine myth. Let's play this. Okay, hold up. Let me, I think I forgot to share audio. So let's share audio and then uh, debunking COVID-19 vaccine yeah. myths. All right, I want to hear, I want to hear this. This yeah, is going to be so I'm fun. I'm excited for this too. I love your costumes. <laughs> yeah, dude, you put so much effort into the setup and the costumes and everything. Like, <laughs> you guys deserve so many more subscribers. Yeah. Uh, thank you. We... We really try to basically make it uh, at. Hey, M. Oh, you see your puppy. You. Gosh, it's been a while. Uh, yeah. So old. If you want to see my puppy. Oh, um. Cole's video and the vaccine video, the puppy features prominently. Oh, that's your puppy is so cute. Y'all need to follow. You. Dude, Jordan's puppy's got an Instagram. You need to follow her puppy on Instagram. The puppy yeah, is so uh, cute. <laughs> Yes, please follow my puppy on Instagram, Cecilia Share Desing. I don't know if you can put that up on the screen. Oh, yeah, I can probably I'll link to it in the chat in a minute. I want to make sure everyone gets to see the puppy. <laughs> yeah, the, the Hi, puppy Sharon. is so... The puppy is featured heavily in this video because we didn't have time to do anything. Well, it's not just that we didn't have time. It's winter, and... Oregon in the winter is like not a great, not great for filming locations. Yeah. Just it's, it gets windy and gross and it's very hit or miss. So uh, black holes and vaccines were mainly just in front of green screens with like a few things outdoors on like the one sunny day we could find. Um, so we're like, okay, we need something to give it a bit of interest. Um, so my puppy makes a live appearance. Yay, puppy. Yeah, we, we brought back Sharon, who was terrified of nuclear energy. Now she's terrified of vaccines. Um, I feel bad because we have this character, Sharon, uh, 
who just, she gets everything wrong. She's really well-meaning, but she's just wrong about everything. <laughs> Poor Sharon. Yeah. I mean, older, Honey. not old, old, though. Yeah. I think your age when I okay, started. She wears her TikTok. mask under her nose. Are That's Sharon. Or are you doing that remote learning thing? I'm home for remote learning. I'm getting to spend quality time with my parents. I should also shout out Emma's women's channel. She's That's a science communicator in here. Vienna. Oh, who? Sorry, what did you say? Uh, the woman I'm talking to in this. Yeah. Uh, uh, her name's Margarita. She is actually. She has a channel called M Splaining Humans, where she goes through the quirks of biology. Um, oh, that's awesome! I'll yeah, and I was up. like, well, I can't, I can't do vaccines without like a real biologist. Um, mm -hmm. She's getting two master's degrees, one in um, both focus on like neurology and psychology, what, what I think of as squishy physics. Uh, that's way too complicated for me, um, and so she joined me. Uh, we did this video and then we did one on her channel. So if you are interested in like bite-sized science explainers, I do I do some of those, but I also do long video essays that like uh, have costumes and elaborate. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, some of my videos have plots. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but if you just want the bite-sized science explainers and are really into biology, um, definitely check out her channel because... Her channel is tiny, but also, but like really good. Like she is punching above her weight in a big way. Um, and I'm really glad I found her channel. But yeah, um, thank you so much for, I feel like I'm bad at self-promotion. I'm just like, hey, all of these other artists you should, you should subscribe to. You're doing great. <laughs> thank you. Um, but I also have uh, this story that I, I think I should tell. Yeah. Because um, I I had a week. You had a week? And I would love to make a video out it, about it. Uh, the issue is it would not fit on my channel because it is, I think I texted you, it is like 90% poop and period jokes, 10% giving vital backstory to like the cis dudes who might not know some of the <laughs> necessary, necessary information. I mean, half of what we do on this podcast is poop jokes. So I think that you yeah. will be totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 about my dog, but also uh, about my wife's period. Oh, okay. So uh, what, what happened? Well, so my, my pupper, like any dog, really likes the smell of crotches, specifically her mommy's crotches. Oh, God. Um, now, does our dog spend a good several minutes at a time with her head buried in pussy? A hundred percent. Oh, good Do Lord. we correct the behavior? No, we're trying to be sex positive parents because honestly, at this point, we're grateful for any fleeting moments where she's occupied, quiet, not pooping inside. And so, uh, so, so your dog poops like constantly. Oh, yeah. Y'all, we brought it back to poop. We always bring <laughs> the show back to poop. And so like literally, she buries her head in our crotches and- we just make sure to wear thicker pants without drawstrings because you know how dogs love to pull on drawstrings. Oh, yeah, they uh, love it. Hold on, I'm pulling pants, up the puppy's Instagram, too. <laughs> yeah, and, like, wearing pants is so annoying during lockdown, but honestly, it's oh, yeah. better than we're pooping on the rugs. Um, Look at so, how cute this puppy is! Yeah. Look at oh, how she, cute! Yeah. Oh, she's so cute. She's yeah, that's her. Fuzzy. 
Yeah. She is a, such a spoiled little dog and I love her. Every time you tell me about your dog like being being bad or like pooping everywhere or whatever, I'm always like, oh, but she's such a perfect little angel. No. This is not a bad puppy. This is a good puppy. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's oh, yeah. on your head. She got up there on her own. I'm still not sure how she did it. I'm sitting on the couch. And she's like, and she go, well, I know how she did it, but she went up to the back of the couch, like the rim of the couch, yeah, and then yeah. just got onto my head and refused to leave. I walked downstairs with her on my head. Um, my, that picture was taken. Um, and she would have been fine to be up there for like 10, 20 minutes, but I took her down. Cause I'm like, I'm worried that if I trip, you will be in trouble. Yeah. She's, oh my she, God. She's perfect. I love her. She's um, like a little teddy bear. Yeah. So I'm sure everyone who menstruates knows this, but dogs especially like your crotch while you're on your period. It's I did not know way. that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe because one- Chewie's not that obsessed with crotches, which is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Dogs who like crotches when you're on your period, oh, they love it. It's one of the many ways they're like the opposite of a straight dude. Yeah. Uh, another of the ways that a dog that dogs will always uh, another of the ways that dogs are like the opposite of a straight dude, uh, like a generic stereotypical straight dude is that they always tell you exactly how they're feeling. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So Cece not only loves our period crotches, but she tells us that she loves them. Good Lord. Aggressively. <laughs> oh my um, God. What and a recently, silly dog. recently, what, what did she do? She discovered the wonderful joys of tampons. Oh no, oh, so, this is gonna get really gross. Yeah, so uh, I don't wanna go into too much detail here, but for everyone who isn't an AFAB dog owner out there, some basic information you need to know. One, my pupper is currently four and a half pounds, so when she jumps up on an adult human, she gets to about knee height. Oh, she's so tiny. Yeah, two, dogs love grabbing onto strings, especially hair, which is another fun story, but unrelated. Three. My wife uses tampons, and yes. while inserting a tampon, a person needs to lower their pants and underwear yeah. to around knee height. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, or no. Tampons oh, no. have strings. Oh, God. What? Oh, no. <laughs> you may already see where this was going. Oh, no. So anyways, while getting dressed and supposedly watching the pupper, I noticed that Cece had taken a break from her usual morning routine of distributing our clean socks and underwear evenly around the house. Uh, I should probably stop leaving our clean laundry in a pile on the bedroom floor, but it makes her so happy. And the scavenger hunt for underwear adds a little fun game to quarantine. Also, I assume Cece's... um, So anyway, I assume Cece's not pooping somewhere because I just took her out. Uh, But then I hear the dreaded, hey, hun, from the bathroom. Uh-huh. Shit. <laughs> I think oh, I know yeah, where Cece yeah. is. So I walk into the bathroom and Cece has discovered that the underwear legging combo currently pulled down around my wife's knees is not only an excellent platform for oh, no. get excellent period pussy smells, but it doubles as a fantastic springboard from which to propel into the crotch where an exciting string toy is just waiting oh, to be no. snapped in your teeth. Oh my God. They don't call them retrievers for nothing. Anyways. That is horrifying. My puppy has gotten more action than me in the past few months. 
And judging by the smug smile she gave me, she knows it. We've been having trouble getting her to eat enough recently, but I guess we were just providing the wrong offerings. Good Lord. I'm so glad that that I didn't even realize that that there are like that's a concern with some puppies because Chewy is uh dude Amanda thinks this story is hilarious dude this yeah. story is other people are like what did I walk into now, well <laughs> remember I said that I had that remember I didn't say I had quite a morning but quite a week quite a week good lord so this is part that was part one did my hormonal wife. Give Cece shredded cheddar cheese mixed with peanut butter for lunch one of the days because she wouldn't eat her kibble or wet food. And look how happy she is now. So she's giving her this food that's going to make her. Oh, yeah. Did turn it to the little, you called her the poop tornado. Yeah. Did Cece completely destroy a section of sidewalk that evening? because peanut butter and cheese are not as good for her digestive system as the breeder recommended bougie ass, high protein, high fat, chicken based puppy food I bought 30 pounds of? Definitely. Oh my God. Did my wife express regret? Not at all. Because it wasn't our sidewalk. <laughs> now, I love my wife. She's brilliant, hilarious, incredibly hot, and puts up with my shit. But when I say that I have to deal with her shit, I mean that literally. Yeah. So, uh, some, now, this is where the poop jokes come in. All right, poop guys, uh, we're getting ready to talk about poop. Because yeah. sometimes people are like, oh, why are you talking about poop? We're ready to talk, they're talking about poop. <laughs> so some more background for non-AFAB people. Yeah. One, uh, my wife has a very productive digestive system. Uh, she produces sulfur and methane at a rate higher than industrial cattle, which Cece absolutely loves, but we literally have to burn a candle before bed at night so I can like breathe without suffocating. Oh Lord. Uh, and your dog might be gross. Oh no, our dog's so gross. I think your dog is gross. She hears farts and she immediately goes to my wife because she knows that I don't produce anything worth smelling. Yeah. I, I have gotten really, I've gotten like shamed. Like, so I feel so ashamed of my wimpy ass farts due to my dog. Cause my dog doesn't even believe that I can produce something smelly. Uh, RK, second RK, are you uncomfortable right now? <laughs> Not at all. Okay, Mushroom Destroyer was worried cause we're talking a lot about periods and yeah. poop and Jordan's dog who's really <laughs> gross. Yeah, because apparently she just loves poop and periods and gross yep. stuff. No, uh, it just yeah. sounds like y'all are following Tony Robbins' advice and making a sauna. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so second piece of information for the AMAB, uh, uh, the cis dudes out there. Yeah. Um, around the last day of your period, there's like this clearing out that happens. I'll call it. Um, I nice. think that might have to do with like more space opening up for things to you know move along, but. I'm not a doctor, so maybe look it up. Um, I just know that around when your period ends, don't ignore your bowels because they are vengeful. <laughs> now, oh, damn. you might also see where this is going, but I have a third piece of necessary information to provide for this story. Three, we have been spending the pandemic living with my mother-in-law. Now, I love this woman dearly. She's compassionate, supportive, just a wonderful all-around human being. Huge butt coming. 
But this is unfortunately becoming a crazy in-law story. Oh no, not a crazy in-law Crazy in-laws, the dog who loves poop. Yeah. So it, this is really low bar, low brow humor, and I hope you are enjoying it. So I was awoken to a hey hun for the second time in the week. Mm-hmm. No day that starts with a hey hun is going to be good. And this was her day to take CC in the morning, and it's not 8 a.m. yet, so I should go back to bed. Mm-hmm. I deserve to go back to bed. Absolutely. But she's my wife and said, hey, hun, so I'm, I'm getting up. Yeah. What do you need, sweetie? Can you find a plunger? Oh, no. We've been staying with her mom since May 2020, so it's frankly shocking that this is the first time we've needed a plunger. Yeah. Um, can't you get it? Nope, I can't leave the bathroom. Now, in matters like this, it's better not to ask for elaboration. I did because I'm a damn fool. Yeah. But for the sake of you all, let's pretend I didn't. Yeah. Uh, Can you give me a hint as to where to look for this plunger? Does my mother-in-law keep a plunger next to the toilet or next to any toilet in the house? That would be logical, but of course she... That would make too much sense. Why would she do that? (laughs) Does she keep one under any under-sink cupboards or cabinets? Of course not. But I did locate approximately 17 toilet brushes across three bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, is it in the mudroom with the extra cleaning supplies? Nope. Meanwhile, I hear a, Cece, no. Did oh, Cece just eat something she wasn't supposed to? Yep. Was it 100% my wife's fault? Definitely. Do I want details? Not if, <laughs> not if you ever want to eat again. Oh, good so lord! Details on that. Um, so my wife's mom is not currently around. Don't don't worry, everybody. She's social distancing and wearing her mask and is actually half vaccinated at this point. She's getting her second shot on Friday, and she's just currently not in the house. She's on a walk. It doesn't matter. Uh, which means I have to call her. Am I? Am I her one and only daughter who she loves unconditionally? No. Am I the one who destroyed her toilet? No. Oh, God, no. Did my wife ask me to call her? No, I was told. Uh, and, of course, she didn't answer the first two calls because she was likely, you know, op- occupied with a rare excuse to be outside the house or, like, on a nature walk without reception. Who knows? Uh, so when she saw two missed calls from her daughter-in-law, she naturally assumed her beloved daughter had died. Because, you know, that's the logical conclusion. Yeah. So uh, it turns out my mother-in-law keeps the plunger in the garage, which, of course, the obvious location for such an item. Who wouldn't keep it in the garage in case you have to poop in the car and you gotta plunge the engine out? Especially for a woman who usually lives alone. Uh, And yes, she was somehow surprised to hear that her angel was indeed the fearsome warrior destroyer of toilets, which, how? My wife is not only renowned for her $5 footlongs. Uh, she calls them that. Uh, That's she, hilarious. <laughs> you guys seem like a really fun couple. She is the one who usually regales the nation with her tales of qu- conquest. This woman spends significant time coming up with creative ways to shame my tiny little rabbit poops. Yes, I get poop shamed a lot. And frankly, it hurts my self-esteem. 
I appreciate couples who talk about poop with each other. <laughs> I think that's fun. Like, yeah. I was shocked to learn that some couples, after being married, close the door to poop. I wasn't aware of that until I think we talked about it on this podcast and some people in the comments were like, yeah, I closed the door to poop. Yeah. I'm like, what? You... I mean, I guess mm-hmm. you're living with your mother-in-law, so it's a little different, yeah. but like, uh, I don't know, just like <laughs> married people closing the door. Why? I yeah. never even think about closing the door. Yeah, we we close the door a lot more now, mainly because of Cece, yeah. uh, because uh, we just don't want to deal with that cleanup. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, but otherwise, yeah, we never close the door. It's unless Dude, Amanda is living for this. She, <laughs> she is like losing it. I love it. <laughs> okay. uh, so moving on, um, because, of course, the plunger wasn't enough. Of course, I spent 10 minutes trying with the plunger after my wife gave up. Yeah. Of course, I was the one to call the aunties to ask for the plumber's number. And of course, I was the one to call the plumber, explain the situation, and schedule an appointment yeah. while my grown-ass adult wife sits on the floor and clings to our emotional support puppy, who has, for the first time ever, gone a full week without an accident, and is, I guess, now ready to pass along the title of Poop Tornado to more deserving hands. Yeah. So, does my wife think I'm stupid enough to forget about this instant? and attempt to use that toilet in the hours before the plumbers come? Yes. Is she right in that assumption? Oh, probably. So she made a sign for the toilet, and you'll love this. It said, the way is shut. It was made by those who would poop, but the poop keeps it. The way is shut. (laughs) And I'm not trying to raise an army of poopy ghosties to fight in the Battle of Moranon, so that toilet stayed shut. Oh, God. Um, I think you have officially, like... Like, I thought we were good at talking about poop on this. I feel like you have, like, <laughs> you have, like, taken it to the next level, dude. I was like, we are the champions of poop jokes, but you have, like, taken the poop humor to the next level, yeah. and I love that. Especially because I was, like, I called this episode, like, interviewing smart people like Joe Rogan. I was like, we're going to talk about physics all day, everybody. Get ready for it. And then you're like, let's make poop jokes. Let's talk about poop and how my dog shits everywhere. <laughs> Yep. And I'm like, that sounds more like us. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, like, as much as it's fun that I, like, work, co- like, as a program coordinator in a nanomaterials lab yeah. and I get to talk to people <laughs> all day, I'm like, my wife, the astrophysicist, like, she is getting her PhD from UChicago in astrophysics. And it's like, oh, we must have these smart kids. No, we talk about poop. You talk we about poop. We talk about poop and, oh, shit, where's the dog? This can't. The dog be is probably pooping. Yeah. <laughs> like you're done. That's while we're having the gross poop conversation. I have been cycling through some pictures of this pup so that everyone can yeah. just enjoy how cute she is. And she's really well trained. Our last reel was all about. Uh, oh yeah, that's her trying on her booties for the first oh, time. Oh, she looks. I wish Chewy would wear booties when it's yeah. like really cold out. He refuses to wear them. Oh, yes. she's so we cute. See- Cece only has those for when it's sub-zero temperature. She has a different pair for normal days um, because she likes her thinner pair better. And we're like, anything for you, sweetie. But yeah, she is, oh my God. I remember when she got her pinata toy, the rainbow pinata toy. The rainbow pinata is so cute. Okay, yeah. I think disconnected. It, it, it was, she is now twice its size, but that was when she was still smaller than her pinata toy. Aww. For some sense of scale, 
Uh, this is the pinata toy. That was back when Cece was two and a half pounds. She was so small. She's still so small. I love her so much. Is she around? Like, can you can you bring her on? Oh, yeah. It's actually almost seven. So I'm gonna go get her. Go get the puppy. I will introduce her because yes, we're gonna we're gonna all meet the puppy, everyone. We love to meet the puppies on this show. Yes. All right, everybody. Don't want any dead air. So Amanda saying I miss my kitties being so tiny. I've always wanted to have a cat. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So RK had to step out for a client, a work call. He got a work call came through. So that's why he had to step out. So hopefully he's able, oh, he might not be able to come back because of the, that's okay. That's okay. We'll meet the puppy. We'll continue this discussion for a little oh, bit and then we'll wrap up. Puppy! Oh, Savvy. Hi, my name is Cece. I'm so happy to meet you and very confused because usually my wife takes, my mom takes me outside at this point. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take Chewy out in a little bit, but I'm I'm gonna take him out on a long walk, maybe go on a run with him, listen to an audiobook to review, maybe the four hour work week. Mm. Hello, Cece. Oh my god, the puppy is so cute. Yeah. She's really friendly. She loved meeting the plumbers, and of course. Oh no, dude, RK loves making poop jokes. He just doesn't like butthole jokes. There's a difference. I don't well, know what it is. Is it, is it the fact that like um he needs a rectum? Yeah. You make butthole jokes. It's usually just but like no rectum, just butthole. Right. So I think yeah, I don't know what the difference is, but no, for him, he specifically we we make poop jokes about our dogs all the time. But it's about um, he doesn't like butthole jokes. He likes oh. poop jokes though. So that's that's I him. See. Yeah. Uh, the puppy is so cute. You drive you drive your mommies to drink and eat cake. I've had cake for breakfast twice this week. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I bake once a year uh, around my wife's birthday. I make her uh, her this chocolate bundt cake that she that her mom used to make her growing up. And um, so for the past two years, it's been COVID, so I've made it. I don't bake, mm -hmm. uh, but she likes this cake, so I find a way to bake. Um, and because it's because her mom wasn't helping us eat the cake, and her aunties didn't come over to help us eat the cake. Uh, we had this entire full-size bundt cake to ourselves, and it took us a week to get through, but we were having cake every day. It was great. Here, I'm gonna this Got now. the puppy over here. Here's a yeah. video of the puppy. Oh. oh. She's so cute. So what, what, yeah, type of, what type of dog is she? Like, what's the – what breed? She's, uh, she's a golden doodle, so she's part oh. golden retriever, part poodle. Uh both a poodle I found out is actually a retriever breed. So literally the third day of having CC, I'm like, I wonder if she plays fetch. So I threw one of those little candies um, there. This is a pinata and candies come out and it's like a puzzle toy. Oh, wait, I need to get one of those for Chewy. Yeah. Cause oh. he loves the toys where you can put the treats inside and the, you can, yeah. you have to play with it a little bit to get them Ooh. out. Uh, I think this might be a small business shout out because my aunt's got it and they're obsessed with small businesses. Uh, Zippy Paws. All right. I'm looking up Zippy Paws right now. Small business shout out to Zippy Paws yeah. because I'm going to need to get Chewy a little pinata toy. Yeah. These are. This looks like he would have so much fun with this. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Look at her getting the 
the candy out. That was when she was just, she was less than nine weeks old when we posted that. She was so, she's so smart. Oh, she's such a little baby. Yeah. And literally like a few days in, I, I threw one of those candies, was like, fetch. She fetched it immediately. Like just, I didn't have to teach her fetch. We played fetch for a good hour just because she's like, oh, I like this game. I figured out what you want. I throw a thing and she immediately goes to get it. It's really cute. I'm on the wow. Zippy Paws website. Maybe I'll go dog sh like shopping for dog stuff now that we're we're having a good time. Um, this is great. I love that little pinata. Why is my internet freezing? There we go. Um, oh, she got a candy out. She's so smart. Oh, smart little puppy. Uh, we're going to Zippy Paws to shop for dog toys because I want to get Chewy some new toys right now. Oh, um, look at their website. So while we're in Joe Rogan mode, um, have you ever eaten elk meat or done DMT? Elk meat? Yes. Um, I'm in Oregon and there's this small, like there's this burger place, uh, support small businesses. We only eat local, we only eat local places, but there's Love this burger it. place that has an elk burger and we've gotten that a few times and it's, it's quite good. So I like elk meat. Um, I, I'm sure. I mean, I love the elk jerky I just ate this morning. I thought it was good. It's it's yummy. Um, I'm sure he means something something hunter. I just I just I thought the elk burger sounded good because of what they put on it, and it was yummy as hell. Um, and what is DMT? It's a psychedelic. Oh no, <laughs> I, I haven't I've either. Never, so I've but... never smoked pot. I am the squarest person you know. Oh really? I would have you smoke pot with us tomorrow morning then, except you probably don't want to. And also I can't oh, pass no, you weed through the screen. Yeah. And it's weird because like I live in Chicago where weed is an essential business and I am currently residing in Oregon where weed's been legal since ever. Yeah. And like, we like, I think the most weed I've ever had is one time we were biking through a THC farm because they just have giant pot farms in Oregon, like giant commercial scale pot farms. It's great. And a big breeze blew just a ton of stuff onto our faces while we were biking. Yeah. Um, it smelled terrible. Oh, goodness. Oh, an elk burger. Yeah. Every Okay. I want to try an elk burger too. I yeah, really like the elk jerky. Honestly, I kind of yeah. just like I want to make more I want to make elk meat in different ways now. I want to try yeah. to make like uh I don't know, like a just eat it as a like as a steak or something. Mm. I mean it make, it's fun. red meat, so it's it's like I wonder if I can buy elk meat around here. Probably not. Yeah. Oh my god, those toys are so cute. Yeah, I need to I'm gonna buy Chewy some toys from here while we're hanging out. And then I'm going to walk him in a little bit. Um, I guess it, oh, it's a little, it's a little Imperial Stout dog toy. That's so oh my cute. God. Oh we my have our God. welcome mat in front of our house right now says, I hope you brought beer and dog treats. So yeah, I'm going to add that to the cart. Why not? I'm, I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to, I'm going to spoil Chewy right now. This is not drunk shopping. This is completely sober shopping yeah. to spoil my puppy that I love so much. Yeah. Oh, these are all so, so cute. Yeah. Um, have you ever done the thing where you've gone to a pet store with Chewy and had Chewy pick something out? 
because my wife and I no. did. Uh, well, actually, we've brought him into Petco a few times, but we have to be careful because, you know, he's uh, he gets anxious around other dogs, but it, some oh, other yeah. dogs he's okay with and some he's not, and it's random whether or not he's going to freak out or be happy or whatever. So when we bring him into the pet store, we generally you know, make sure yeah. there's no other dogs in there. And if there is another dog that comes in, he might start like bouncing and spazzing and uh, knock over cans of food from the shelf. And yeah. so we, instead we're like, okay, let's, uh, let's just, we'll walk him and then we'll, we'll go into the pet store and buy him something and come out with it. So yeah. normally, oh, yeah. no, what we See, did let him do, this is really cute. There's this store, um, in my neighborhood that sells all small business stuff is called provisions. Um, yeah. And so they have like, it's like a little everything store. It's like, they got like beer and liquor and greeting cards and Chicago merch. And it's like, just a bunch of stuff. So in the, um, uh, about a year ago, Wrigley had to go to the hospital because she has IBS. This is more poop, I guess. But my mom took Wrigley out one morning and she just like started pooping like like a waterfall out of nowhere. And it was like then she collapsed because she was got so dehydrated and like they didn't know she had IBS yet. Um, so she had to go to the emergency room to get an IV and all that. Cause she like passed out from. Uh, yeah. So it was really scary. So she had to spend a day in the hospital and my mom was freaking out. And so I took Chewy to provisions because they let dogs in that store. Oh. And I let him sniff the greeting card section and choose a get well card to send Wrigley in the mail. That's adorable. <laughs> I brought him home and I was like, this was more for me because I was so stressed out about her and I wanted to like make sure she was okay. And so I was doing this. So I brought him back home and then I was like, all right, Chewy, what do we want to say to Wrigley on her get well card? And then he mailed her one. It was very cute. I took him, but I took him to the mailbox too, so he could drop it off. I'm sure Chewie had no idea what was going on, but yes, I had, I did have him pick out a card for his best friend who was oh, going through a time. That's the cutest thing. Yeah. I, I forget, like, it's very different to be like a dog owner for a small dog and a big dog. Cause I'm like, yeah. When you were mentioned, when you were describing Chewie spazzing, I'm like, oh yeah, Cece spazzes the fuck out, but like, she can't do anything. She's four and a half pounds. Like, she'll jump up on every person she sees. Yeah. And like, anyone who's like, she gets to my knee height. Most people in Bend are like really tall and athletic. This is also like, there's a disproportionate amount of like Olympic athletes who all retire here because it's beautiful and like, it's oh, got a bunch cool. of outdoorsy stuff. So yeah, like Rebecca and I walk around and we're like, oh wow, we're like, we're just among these like really, really um, buff like people and they're all so much taller and better in better shape than us. Um, but yeah, normally she can't even get it. Like any like guy in Bend or like, and honestly most women in Bend, she can't even get to their knee height. So like it's, it's it's very different because we can kind of let her get away with a lot a lot more stuff. We're trying to be better about that. We're trying um the big thing we want we've managed to hammer home is that she does not bark at people or she does not bark at people other than my wife and I when we're playing. Yeah, that's good. And yeah, she's small, so like 
Yeah, yeah. She, she can't do that much damage. Chewie's about 50 pounds. So he's not huge, yeah. but that's also because I grew up with dogs that were like 90, 100 pounds. Oh, so yeah. Chewie's like, he's like half their size, but he's, you know, much bigger than Cece is. Yeah. We I, Rebecca's favorite cousin, the auntie's dog, is a Labradoodle. Uh, and he is 85 pounds. So like, yeah, yeah. He's a good dog. And he was supposed to be a mini Labradoodle. Oh, these, I'm exactly. sure Chewie's going to destroy all of these in like a minute once he gets them. But like, they're so cute. And I, I really want to buy, I'm just in the mood to buy him dog toys right now. Oh, I'm actually, I have a recommendation of another small business that does these like indestructible. Oh dog yeah. Toys. I can't remember what they're called. Um, They, I looked at, they, I know they have a store through Chewy. I don't know if they have their own website but the aunties recommend because Ollie's a destroyer, like of toys. Um, oh God, what? Sorry, I'm looking it up. Um, oh, this one's out of stock. Look how cute it is, though. It's a coffee mug, and you put the donuts in. Oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> These dog toys are so cute. Yeah. Um. Oh, have you heard of Westpaw? Westpa, that is what Chewie's, I think that's what his current toy is. He has like a rubber toy that we put yeah. uh, treats into. He has that toy he is obsessed with because he yeah. knows he gets a little snack when he gets that toy. So he spends all day just like picking it up and dropping it loudly. So we'll hear it. And we're like, Chewie, <laughs> it's not snack time. Or like, we'll even go into the basement and he'll like bring the toy over to the stairs and drop it down the basement. So it'll be like clunk, clunk, clunk. And we'll be like, oh my God, Chewie. Yeah, Westpaw is, oh yeah, you have the, the Westpaw like Kong thing. Um, yeah. Westpaw makes like balls. Uh, they make uh, like, they make tug toys. Like Ollie, lo like if you want to shop for toys that Chewy cannot destroy, the aunties like recommend all kinds of Westpaw stuff. Tough donuts. Oh. These are cute. I'm going to get oh my God, a tough so donut. Cute. Oh my god. Oh, this is a pumpkin spice donut. That's oh so cute. God. Oh my god. I'm having oh I haven't gone dog toy shopping in a while. Normally we just pick him up something we know he likes already, but this is this is fun. This yeah. is fun. Cece's um, got because Rebecca and I are like a little obsessed with getting her all the things. And uh, my parents and my like every everyone got us dog like everyone in the family got us dog toys. They're yeah. like you're adopting a puppy, yeah. Because uh, we adopted the puppy a week after getting married, so they were like, "Oh, what to get you for your wedding gift?" Oh, you adopted a puppy. Great. Here are dog toys. Yes. Which is like lovely. Thank you. I'm made me so happy. I'm like yes, dog toys. Um, don't worry, the wedding is still happening. We just wanted to get legally married. Um, yeah, few, I'm excited for your wedding. Yeah, a few family members were like, "Wait, but you sent out change the dates." I thought we were all getting together. I'm like, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, but we want like hospital visitation and shit, right?" Like, yeah, we like, do our taxes together. Yeah, we want to do our taxes together. Well, really, Rebecca doesn't want to do our taxes together. I want to do our taxes together um, because Rebecca is a control freak, and yeah. if we do our taxes together, she does our taxes. And Rebecca's like, I don't want to do our taxes together because if we do our taxes together, I'm a control freak and I'll do our taxes. Right. I'm like, yes. Yes, you see. And I'm like, but what if I screw up the taxes? We're married. I'm just trying to. 
I'm trying to trigger her control freak tendencies because I hate doing taxes. <laughs> oh my goodness. These are so cute, guys. I'm having so much fun dog toy shopping. Oh man. Um, well, I'm going to probably wrap up soon so that yeah. I can take Chewy on a nice long walk. I'm so glad we got to out. meet your puppy over here. Yeah, and so I'm make sure you are subscribed to Bad Astra because this channel does the coolest, most uh, elaborate, high effort videos. And they are, huh? and if uh, Jordan is hilarious, she tells a Thank lot of you. poop jokes. I don't know if you tell that many poop jokes on the channel. Yeah. My, my jokes on the channel tend to be slightly higher brow because I only <laughs> some of them. Yeah, we have a, I'm not the, I'm not the main writer. I do a lot of the jokes and the scripts are written for me. So it's very much my sense of humor, but it's like, there are lots of puns, lots of references. There, there are quite a few poop jokes, just not at this density. Not, not at this much poop, but I, we yeah. make poop jokes on this show. So it was all good. <laughs> Think of it like a like softer poop jokes on my show. Like this, gotcha. this was pretty pretty uh, thick, girthy, hardcore <laughs> poop jokes. There. Oh, all good. <laughs> well. Um, yeah, well, I'm so glad you were able to come on this morning. Y'all don't forget that tomorrow morning we are doing the wake and bake. So that means that we're, I know we're having Gail is coming on tomorrow morning. Mushroom yes, Destroyers Gail. coming on tomorrow morning. I don't remember. There might be more people coming on tomorrow morning. I just kind of told anyone who said they could come on Friday. Yes. And so, uh, we're gonna get high and have a good morning. I'll probably eat the other bag of elk meat jerky that I got and we'll wrap up Joe Rogan oh week God. tomorrow. I thought, you were, I thought you were baking, not like... <laughs> no, sorry. I should, though. That would be really good. Yeah. Oh my God, you could, you could wake and bake and bake. I could make bacon as well. I could make elk bacon! Oh <laughs> my God. Do people, Do is there elk bacon? I'll look and see if I can buy elk bacon or something. <laughs> I guess. While you're high, any bacon is elk bacon if you try hard and believe in yourself. You just got to believe in yourself. <laughs> exactly. I do got to buy yeah. chili to be Tim Ferriss next week. Chili and tea is what he has in the morning. So What? The yeah, he has tea. He, uh, he uses black. He mixes black tea, green tea, turmeric, ginger, and then he adds coconut oil and MCT oil and... Dude, I don't have all this stuff. Okay, but so I you will... had me at all the mixing of teas. I love crossing the streams with teas. That can be very fun. But that was like too. I feel like you wouldn't taste the tea after right. like all the mixes. And then you add all those like co like coconut oil. Th th those are very strong flavors. I get like you're trying to drown them out with the teas, but why? Also, tea in the morning, great. Chili in the morning, great. Together, I'm not. I don't know. Like very different flavor palettes. If you're having chili in the morning, you are at a tailgate and you should also be having beer. That's probably true. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get myself some canned chili. I'll eat the same chili that Tim Ferriss eats. We're gonna eat eat chili in the morning. I always have to try new diets for these weird oh people, but it's all good. I'll probably start listening to his audiobook while I'm walking Chewy. Uh, anyway, guys, don't forget to subscribe to Bad Astra. Uh, thank you for being here this morning. Um, 
Jordan, thank you for introducing us to Cece, the cute little puppy who is fuzzy and adorable. Yeah, I love her. You know what? I will make chili. I'm not going to eat this stupid canned chili that Tim Ferriss yeah. eats. I am going to, Tyler and I will make a crock pot of chili this weekend oh. and make it. We'll make like good chili. I will make sure that this is a good experience for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Savvy? I, I can't wait to see you after COVID. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to tailgate at football games. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. We're going to have the best <laughs> time. <laughs> to everything we do. <laughs> oh, and one other thing. If you like Jordan's voice, because she has a cool voice. If you like oh, her yeah. voice, she narrated the audiobook for Sculpt Yourself. So yeah, if you like my book, Sculpt Yourself, and you like her voice, uh, check out the audiobook, because she did an excellent job narrating oh, thank it. you. That was, Our, it was so fun. Okay. So uh, bye, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I love you all, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Bye, friends.